Hi everybody, you guys know me. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon DJ. I just want to apologize already. Uh, this episode's going to sound a little weird. Uh, there was a heater in the background for me, which created kind of a haze. It was really cold when we recorded these, so it was kind of something I needed. I want to apologize. Um, we're going to do better to get better quality out this season. Um, so we're still working on some of the kinks, uh, some of the cutouts, some of the sounds, making sure that everybody has better quality mics and uh, pretty much just trying to really kick up the game here. Um, if you wish to help, go ahead and check out our Patreon that we're going to be getting fixed and, and uploaded again here soon. Um, help us out. So it'll help us out get new microphones. It'll help us out pretty much getting the podcast a better sound. Uh, anyway, here's the episode, and thanks for coming back. Hi everybody, I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hi. What's up? Now, we don't have one of our members here with us today, but uh, if you are listening, uh, this is probably going to be backdated quite a bit, congratulations on your anniversary, Jace, and have fun at the beach. Enjoy your time. Let's go ahead and introduce everybody in the party. Let's go ahead and start with Izay. Hi, I'm Izay. I play Martha, the Dwarf Cleric. Rodeo. Hello, I'm Rodeo, and I play Caster, the Human Cleric. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, and I play Callisto, the Tiefling Druid. Chris. Hi, I'm Chris, and I play the Street Fighter meets Street Dancer, Zer, the Human Monk. And last but not least, Dust. Hello, I am Dust, and I play the human bard, Finn. You guys know me. I'm your diggity diggity dungeon DJ. So, last game, we found the cat. We found a nice little hubble to relax. We ended up staying the night, which would make it currently the... check here. The 10th of Botorum. Uh... Zer ended up getting a letter from a friend explaining a few things. He left from the party shortly after that and headed up the road on a bit of a quest of his own. During that time, the group not only found the cat, uh, they've taken a rest. They're, they're heading back to town today and potentially moving on the road. We'll see how this goes. I think that's currently the plan, but we'll see. A dagger was found last game which seems to be made of the jawbone of some sort of donkey. Uh, it has some sort of nasty little curse, it seems, on it. And when it was touched by a mystical hand, it burnt the hand to ashes. Now, I'd like to start off early the next morning. After we have come back from a very interesting time in the woods, uh, if I remember correctly, <laughs> and just a little bit of backdrop, because I didn't cover this. There was a bear. Uh, we had Jason speaking to this bear uh, very strangely. 
we had Callisto attempt a wild shape and kind of peer into the situation only to have been moonbeamed at the time, changing her back from her form into their humanoid form. Well, kind of humanoid. Tieflings and all. <laughs> but uh, I'd say the next morning, you guys are going to wake up. And you guys are going to hear the pattering of rain again on the roof. Seems to be the rainy season for some reason, at least in this area. And it's not a bad storm, not to say the least. But the rain is, well, it's not helping. There's not really thunder. It's more or less just a kind of a mixing of these things. So the next morning, you guys can wake up however you like, in whatever order. But you will find that it is still raining outside. Well, if it was raining, Caster probably would have come under the tarp closer to uh, Callisto, so neither of them got wet. Um, he'd probably be up relatively early. He always is. Uh, doing his prayers, looking over his book, trying to keep it dry. Callisto herself would probably actually be up relatively late compared to uh, Caster. I don't imagine she got a whole lot of sleep. Maybe not. What about Finn? Finn would probably be up a little bit early because he would kind of look around, see if anybody else was up, see if the cat was still there. The cat would still be there. Then he would reach into his pouch and pull out the sack with the knife in it. Okay. Doesn't really have a lot of weight to it. He's going to open it up and not touch it. Not touching it, but kind of see if maybe he could see, like, is there some kind of markings or... Or any, like, I'd almost say a maker's mark or anything like that. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. All right. That's a natural 20. It doesn't seem to be a maker's mark, but it's old, for sure. This thing seems to have been made a very long time ago. Now, the thing is, is things these old didn't really have maker's marks. A lot of the times, they were made with pretty intense magic, but nobody really claimed them, especially things that seemed to be as devastating as this. They didn't want to trace back to them. A lot of times, they could get some serious trouble. So as to where it doesn't have any marking, you will find that it is pre-crystal. And, I, and I'm getting like a, like, is this giving off like bad vibes or anything? Like, does, do I feel like it's, I wouldn't say dangerous, but maybe evil? Um, maybe not evil, but I would say dangerous. Um, dangerous actually fits it a lot better. I guess it depends how you use it. Interesting. Well, he'll, he will be saying this out loud doesn't really help me for what I'm looking for, so I'm gonna... He wraps it back up, puts it back in his bag, and just gets up and stretch and starts playing the strings. Just get a nice soothing song out while, I'm, while he's waiting for everybody to wake up. I'll say Martha probably wakes up next because she has to make breakfast. I will roll cook's utensils for that. Fifteen. 
pretty good breakfast. Eggs and toast. Oh, okay. Do you have Where the eggs? Get the, uh, yeah. Okay, probably just toast. <laughs> okay. You guys will find that Jason's not in there. Did Did anybody see Jason come in last night? Hmm? Did we? I was still asleep. We're still outside, right? Yes. So we can't hear them talking. Probably did not. Did Jason come back? He came back with us. We all went back together. Yeah. You guys would probably know where Jason is, but inside they don't. Well, I'm going to walk out and see if uh, Caster and Callisto are awake. Caster would be. I don't know if Callisto would be yet. She probably would be about to wake up. Well, she's still sleeping. Caster will hold up like a like a shush. That okay? He'll whisper. Did y'all see Jason? Or where did we see Jason? Uh, Jason is sleeping in a tree just to the left of the hovel. Caster will point. Y'all are some odd people, and he's gonna walk back in. <laughs> I made toast. Again, Casper holds up a a shushing sign. I made toast. Callisto at this point is just like, it's fine. Hi, good morning. Good morning, dear. Sleep well, uh, I hope. Sure. The rain made it a bit hard to sleep. Yeah. Really? I always found rain to be quite calming. Have you been out in it, sleeping? Well, yes. you could have slept in here, to be fair. Well, we had our tarp, but there's just a thing. Yeah, it's weirder to sleep on wooden floors than ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caster. Yes. I looked a little bit more at the, uh, the knife we found. Did you touch it? No, no, no. But from what I can tell, it is pre-crystal. It's very old. Also brimming with necromantic magic. It's not something I would want around any of us, and when I can find a way to destroy it, I shall. Yes, that would probably be for the best. I... I will keep holding on to it, but I don't feel comfortable with it. Neither do I. Uh, that is all I could glean from it without actually touching it. We should probably head back to town with the kitten. Oh, where's the kitten? I'm guessing Soot's probably watching it. Soot seems to be... I'd say not feeling so well. Seems to have a bit of a fever. Still sleeping in bed. Oh, poor sweetheart. Is the kitten sleeping with him? Yes. Cute. It's probably a reaction to the rain. Oh yes, might have caught a cold. He is always wearing... All that armor must get chilly. Mm-hmm. We should probably head back as soon as we can. We still have to get everything packed up. I think everything's packed up. I just have a few more slight errands I have to do before we can set off on our grand adventure. Plus, we have to bring this little kitten back to her mommy. And maybe catch up with Zer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jason will do that one thing that he always does, and, and he'll just kind of pop into the conversation out of nowhere. Yes, going back would probably be a good idea. 
Of course. Oh, the trails are gonna be so muddy. Oh dear. What should we do with him? Uh, who here can carry people? Eh. He looks like the person who can carry people. I have weak noodle arms. I don't think I can carry. I mean, so do I. I can still carry him, though. Check my spells. I mean, well, yeah, true. I mean, if we all work together, we probably could carry him. I mean... Wasn't entirely what I meant. I don't believe I even have the magic that might help. And I'm, I'm not Someone grab his strong. arms, someone grab his feet, and I'll just hold him up by the butt. I might, um... No, 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 no. Let me know. I can't make his sickness go away quite yet. But... I wish Sailor here. He'd be pretty strong. Can, can you maybe talk to an animal that could carry him for us, uh, uh, Callisto? Callisto's just like, I have something even better. Can you and turn into a mule? Remember, it is... It's about a half a day's journey. I mean, don't we have the cart? We, we do have the cart. That might be a better idea. It, we didn't bring the cart. No, oh, we were that's just... right. Yeah. Um, I wish we brought a cart. That would have been smarter. Alright. Um, I'll grab his legs. I'll grab I mean, his... probably walk. You guys are prepping. And getting your friend out of bed. There will be a particular person who will enter. Um, I mean, he doesn't look anything special. Normal brown shirt, single sword to his side, brown hair pulled back into a ponytail, probably about five inches to his uh, to his back, kind of near the crooks between his shoulder blades, a single earring, and stunningly blue eyes. Um, sorry, uh, I thought this was empty. Oh, you're fine, dear. We're just leaving. Okay, I've got his butt. Is he okay? Just caught a bit of a cold in the rain, I think. Ah, uh, is there any way you could point me to a bed that's free, maybe? Um, all of them, I think. Oh, great. Thanks. He'll just make his way over to a small car, unpack his backpack. If I may ask, what are you doing out here, friend? Uh, well, <laughs> what everybody else is doing, I guess. Adding to the crystal. Well, I wish you the best of luck. You too. If that's what you're after. I mean, I personally still don't quite understand the hype, but I'm with these guys, so what can you do? My husband went ahead without me, apparently. I have to go find him so I can kick him in the nuts. <laughs> oh, well, uh, good luck, I guess. Thank you. I'll need it. Oh, uh, here. And he's gonna turn around, he will give you a small healing potion. It'll, it'll cure 2d4 plus 4 HP. Oh, how sweet. Do you think, uh, this could actually heal, uh, Soot, where he's at least able to walk? Probably not. This mostly deals with, like, wounds, uh, bruises. Sicknesses are a little bit different. Gotcha. This is very kind of you, friend. And uh, I'm sorry, just in case we run into each other on the road again. Uh, can we get your name? 
Uh, Wesley, Edgar. Wesley Edgar or Edgar Wesley? Wesley Edgar. Okay, cool. Uh, Callisto, nice to meet you. Uh, I'll shake his hand. You too. She was just gonna say, Martha Blackbrick. Nice to meet you. Uh, Finn, uh, are you doing the, uh, going alone? M- me? Yes. Uh, for the most part. I've had these weird dreams, so... I don't know. Dr- dreams? What what kind of dreams? It's gonna get Caster's attention. Well, mostly. Uh, it's somewhere in a forest. Uh, some sort of impact area. And the light. And the feeling of something. Crater nearby a lake. Or an ocean. Hey, DM. Mm-hmm. Um, you noted startling blue eyes and dreams. If I look at the two of them, is there any resemblance between uh, Wesley and Caster? No. Um, even the shade of their eyes are different. Okay, cool. Just wanted so, to get that out of the way. I'd say Caster has really light blue, right? So no, Caster's is like dark. A, Caster's is dark. A like dark blue? Sapphires. Alright. So he's gonna have like a strikingly dark blue, but what what you're gonna see from Wesley is is a lighter bluish white, almost like an angel blue white. Hmm. Or a sky blue. Uh how long have you been having these dreams? Yes, how long have been having these dreams indeed a few weeks before the crystal fell how old are you uh, he's gonna he's gonna be pulled back a little bit because that, that's kind of like a it is but caster's awkward so um 27 hmm see I've been having these same dreams as well but for much longer did you see her did I see her? Yeah. You... No, I'm asking you, Pori. No. No, I didn't see anyone, but there was a feeling of two, two distinct two distinct things wanting me to see what I was seeing. Hmm. I mean, I can travel with you if that's what you guys really want. I've mostly been going it alone. It's hard that to explain to people smart. that you've had dreams. Yes, yes it is. Well, if you're extending it, I'd be happy to. But if you feel like it's good for me or you to go along, I understand too. Aster's going to look back to the group, and he's going to have almost pleading eyes. Um, can Do you think it would be alright if he accompanied us? Can you carry a body? He will kind of pull his sleeves up. Uh, let's go ahead and give it an athletics check. Oop, I lost my thingy. Oh, there we go. Uh, an 11. That'll be enough. I mean, he's not Hercules, but he can lift him. Still help. Okay, I'll do advantage then, so that's a 14. Yeah. I mean, good enough for me. Yeah, the more the merrier. I can't promise I'll be able to stay the whole way. Uh, but for as long as you'll have me, it might be nice to have somebody to travel with. 
maybe we can figure out more about these dreams as well. Maybe. Because Although, if you didn't see her, I'm not sure they're fully connected. Who hmm. is this her you're referring to? He'll kind of blush at that question. Uh, no one in particular, I should say. Uh, come on. We're all friends here. You can tell us. I was going to say, do I need to roll an insight check for that? You could, if you like. Um, I don't think we really need to, but I'll go. Yeah. Insight of 11. If it's another 11, I'm going to shit myself. That means we both rolled sixes. Yeah. Because they both have a plus five. I'd say there's some sort of vibe you're getting. Um seems to be romantic in some way, but you can't quite put your finger on it how. So, uh, I, I figured the landing site might have been here. Do you guys know where it might be? I know uh, exactly where it is. Wait. Oh. You do? Yes. Y'all never mentioned that to me. Yes, I did, and we all saw it. When we left Martha's... Oh, wait, you weren't with us then. Uh, when we left Martha's... Um, bakery and the lightning struck and Castor will pull out a map and he'll point in the general like he'll point like at the northern part of the Grangle Jungle I'd like to take a moment Chris yes in the time that it has taken them to get over there spend the night you have not only gathered the information that you needed but you have a clue for Tosum is where the noble was headed, and potentially your mother. Okay. Now, by the time they probably reach back to town, it might be a good idea to say that you've already traveled back with this new information. Maybe she lives there. Maybe it gives you some time. All right. Um, Zara will be uh, actually pondering at the east gate where the party left the previous day okay um and he'll he'll be leaning up against the the wall of the of the uh what would be the gate in whatever form of fashion whether it's just a post or a wall to a sentry tower and um i imagine it's something made of stone and sturdy and and pretty looking if it's pulpa um and he'll just be there uh, cleaning his fingernails until he sees the group approaching. He'll look up every time somebody passes, but he'll finally spot the group with uh, soot in their arms and uh, a new figure joining them. And a kitten. And a kitten. kitten. Martha gets kitten holding duty. It's getting all the smooches. <laughs> ah, you, you've found the, the kitten. Yes, isn't he just the sweetest little thing with a cutie? Ah, uh, he, he quite is. Um, and, uh, introductions? And I'll hand my hand out to Wesley. Oh. Hi, I, I'm Wesley. You can call me Zare. Um, sorry, I've just been, uh, minding my own business here for, here for some time. Um, Obviously, you found what you're looking for. 
we can hand in the guild quest at this inn over here. Oh, you guys are a guild. Do I have to yeah. pay you for traveling mm -hmm. with you? No. Oh, okay. Is that oh, absolutely, absolutely not? We are the uh, the pomegranate pals. What, Brotherhood what of the pomegranates. Yes, what he said. Or as Zare um, formerly named us. Zare, would you go with it? Because I. Uh, Granatum Fretris. I, I, I don't think I'll right. be able to pronounce that. It's a difficult language. He's a Sanskrit. We know it as Celestial Intensum. I just oh. say Palm Pals. It, it's much easier just to say Brotherhood of the Pomegranate. I. That's what I go with. I just call I us the group, honestly. <laughs> that too. The Brotherhood, the group, the Palm Pals, the Brotherhood of the Pomegranate. Those guys. Granatum Fratris. We go by this many This place days. looks empty. Oh yeah, everyone sort of went off. I'll tell you what, dears, I'll go hand this kitten in, I'll bring back the... No reward, now I'm thinking about it. I'll just bring the little girl her kitten. Uh, everyone else, uh, you know where my place is. Oh, and she tosses the keys to Callisto. Don't break anything. <laughs> I will do my best. Loosen up. How to affect Martha and Caster from his own pouch will fish out a gold. Give that to the little girl and tell her to buy a better harness for her cat. And a collar. <laughs> I think Absolutely. Jason would go with Martha. Okay. Uh, she'll go to give the little girl her kitten back. Okay. Meanwhile, the rest of the party at the entrance, what would we like to do? Well, what I think we should do is um, let's just assume that Martha goes and hands the cat back and then meets us back. We should go to the tavern and hand in our paper or do whatever we need to do to get credit for the uh, for the quest and then on the off chance check and see if there's anything else listed. If not, uh, go back to Martha's place. Uh, yes, I might suggest that we look for anything that uh, would bring us, bring us closer to Fertosa. It brings us north, which is way we want to go in general and also I had an idea it's um, not so much a well it is a personal quest but I think it would also benefit the guild well Zare I would love to go to Fortosum um, from the maps that I've studied and from what I've read it's a very large city they might have more opportunities for a guild like us there I would have to do or it could agree. It is definitely more central. Could also have every guild and their brother in the city looking for work. I don't think there'll be that many there because they'll probably have done the same thing as as what's happening here and go be searching for that crystal. We could find a lot more work there. I, I, I agree. Um... It, Corey, my guess is it's getting later in the day now because we took a half day travel back. I'd say it's probably at 1 or 2 p.m. 
So, um, I'm guessing we go back to the bar, we get our credit. My guess is there's no other no other quests for us to take here. No. All right. So, let's all go back to the let's all go back to the inn. Have a nice dinner, and uh, I mean, I guess we should just make merry, have some fun, talk about stuff, and then go to sleep. And then be... I can't take that much time away from the road. Oh. I feel like that's sitting too. I mean, maybe I can meet you guys on the road then, but we'll be leaving in the morning. I'm sorry. It's all right, dear. Uh, actually, I'm also in favor of leaving tonight. Tonight. Well, we could leave well, tonight. Why tonight? I mean, we'll be we'll be tired, and we we could be ambushed on the road. You know. We could be ambushed at any given time, really. But if it's more or less just wanting to sleep in a soft bed, I'm gonna outvote and head on out because. Well, with everyone looking for this crystal, I don't think there's time to dilly-dally. I'm not saying that we have to rush, but I don't I mean, know. I, I think you have a little bit more time than you think, but I also agree just because I'm not entirely sure I feel safe being in one place for too long. No offense to the rest of your forms. How is Wesley dressed? Kind of like a farm boy. His sword looks like a hand-me-down. Wesley, if you want to travel, then I think you're good to go. You don't look like someone native from Pulpa, and any bandits are probably going to be seeking out the rich, the unwisened, and you don't look either. I'm not trying to be rude, but... As I said, the vision... You're fine, dear. I mean, we could go tonight. I I just have to uh, go say goodbye to someone before we go. Well, we'll only take me a few minutes. Uh, You all can get ready and pack everything into the wagon in the meantime, if you'd like. Wesley, I'm all for leaving tonight as well, but let me caution you. With visions like these... I don't want to go full bore into them. It can be dangerous. Oh, I'm not. I've got a ship up north. A place in Blark. It was my father's before he became a farmer. Pretty sure it's still in decent contact, so... The quicker I can get to it, the better. Less repairs I have to do. Ship, you say? That was... One of our plans was to get on a ship and sail around. It would make it easier to get to where we need to go. Well, uh, you're more than welcome to come with me. Just, I don't know. I've been here for about two days. And I, I'm like her. I can't sit in one place for too long, especially knowing that there could be someone else after it. Or her. Everybody, leave tonight. Um, I'm down. Uh, if everybody wants to, then yeah. Sounds grand. I'm okay with that. Yes. I'll start the uh, the lifting, Martha. Yes, um, I'll get to work uh, saying goodbye to loved ones. Um, I think we just need to pack everything in the cart. I think we have mo- almost everything already. I mean, everything of mine is on my person, so... 
Same. I, I don't carry much. Well, all right. I'll, I'll be right back, dears. It, it will only take me a moment. And she's going to, like, gently lift her dress a bit and sort of scamper off. All right, let's go pack the cart, pick up any supplies we may need for along the way, and get going. All right. I'll grab uh, Castro aside at an uh, opportune moment. Right, Our Castro. visions? He has visions like mine, almost to the T, except he says he sees a woman. It seems to be a some sort of connection between them. I'm not sure what kind. All right. Well, he seems more trustworthy than Jason, anyway. He's very upfront and honest about it. It just seems like maybe a jealousy of a, a need. I don't know. He seems to need to get to her. All right. Well, what I've seen of him, he's more genuine uh, than than I think you make me out to see. Yeah. I think he's more genuine than you may think I see in him. But I just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. There are now two people in our party having visions of a crystal. And of course, um, Castor would be speaking in Celestial to Zare. Right. He would be... He, he loves to speak in it, he loves to practice it, and since he knows Zare knows it, it's, it's very fun for him. Um... He'd pop in the last few words of Celestial. Well, then I say we work to find what connects the two. And, uh, in the meanwhile, um, lay everything normal. I agree. Um, let us get whatever we need and get the mule hooked up to the cart and let us, I guess, make way towards Fortosum, towards Blog, I believe he said. Right, and I think I have a way to, um, and he'll he'll sort of break out of this conversation as he heads around tying tying a rope over the top of the cart to keep everything secure. As the last of the things are packed in, I'll say, and I think I have a way to raise some money, perhaps, for that ship. I have an address in Fortoso. I think we might have a chance of attending a party. And then back to Castor. As ambassador, you might have some clout in getting us an audience? I can certainly try, especially if anybody there um, worships Demeter. I'll have some extra, as you would call it, clout. Mm -hmm. And with Soot and his acrobatics and Finn with his music, Martha with her confections, and Callisto with some hidden talent we haven't found yet. Oh, she certainly does have hidden talents. I don't doubt it. And then he'll nod and, uh, you know, secure the rope and wait for Martha. I imagine Callisto is, like, hanging out with Soot just making sure he's okay and listening to the parts of the conversation she can and just tuning out the rest. I'm guessing we put soot in the back of the cart. Or wagon. I thought it was a covered wagon. It's a wagon, yeah. Cart, wagon, same difference. One's got a cover, one doesn't. But yeah, basically. I'll hang with him in the back of the, of the wagon. If everyone's okay, we could 
skip and get on the road? Yep. Martha comes back a bit misty-eyed. Uh, probably because she had to say bye to people. Uh, but yeah, she's ready to go. Sadira, do you need a hug? Hugs are nice. Come here. I'll give her a hug. No. You get big mama hug. Lissa's probably on her knees because of the height difference. Oh, absolutely. Zara will lean over and join in the um, triple hug. And he'll just say, cheer up, surf's up. Esther looks onwards uh, awkwardly and not uh, sure what to do, so he'll just stand there. Esther, get in the hug. Okay. Come here, come here, come here. Come on. Caster will approach sheepishly. Yes, this this is wonderful. (sighs) Okay. Alright, let's get moving. It's been a while since I've been out of Pulpa, you understand. (laughs) I I was under the assumption that I'd be retiring here. (laughs) Okay. I mean, given we survive, you still can. Oh, I hope so. That was dark, wasn't it? We're gonna survive. Just a smidgen. Oh, don't worry. We're gonna survive. I'm not gonna die anywhere. I like your attitude, Wesley. As long as I can help it. None of us will die. If I die, that's just the gods' will at this point. Anyways, onward to Fortosum. Alright. Well, setting off, the rain will continue a little bit dark. Sky will kind of dim a bit. There's plenty of clouds, but no lightning, no thunder, thankfully. It's a warm rain. You guys can kind of see the grass kind of move as the rain hits, piddling of, of just sound all around you. When you guys finally do reach the end of the road, you've made it about 25, maybe almost 30 miles up the road. You'll have about another day's travel and you might be able to reach for Tosin by the next night. But there is no adventurous hobble around this area. There seems to be mostly just grass, a few canopies of, of small forest areas, and a random well. I'm gonna go investigate the well. Caster's on that too. Alright, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Caster, uh, Caster's gonna just, for shits and giggles, seeing a well in the middle of nowhere, he wants to do his detect magic. Okay. Investigation three. Looks like a normal well for uh-huh. Callisto. And um, does this give me any, like, help with investigation? No. Alright, well, I'll just roll it anyway. Investigation of eight. Looks like a normal well. Has no traces of magic. Is there, like, a bucket? Anything on it? Simple stone wall. Circular well. Looks to be about 30, 40 feet deep. Small bit of water at the bottom. No bucket. Hmm. Well, Caster... What, what is this? It, it's a well. Um, it holds drinking water. Um, Caster will finish off what is left in his uh, water skin, and he'll tie a rope to it and dip it down into the well. Okay. And once he feels it, you know, bubble and fill up, he'll pull it back up. uh, You will pull back a very 
dirty, stagnant water, mucky, kind of dead planted water skin. See, sometimes it's not good, and he'll dump it out. I I do get that impression. Is this... You know what, I'm just going to write it off as this is very creative and leave it at that. You know, we can toss the dagger down there and... Someone else might find it. It didn't have a rope or a bucket attached to it. You'd have to do what you did. I think Wesley's just going to toss a single gold into it and walk off. Wait, why would you waste the gold like that? It's a wish. You can make wishes? Yeah, it's, it's a well. It's a superstition. You throw a coin in a well and hopefully a wish comes true. Yes, People uh, are fascinating. It's like this. Uh, uh, Finn will walk up, toss a gold coin down there and say, I wish that I had two gold coins. It's just, just gonna sit expectantly staring at your hand, waiting for two gold pieces to just appear. No gold pieces will appear. Yeah. Esther's gonna go off into one of the the clearings and look and see if there's a good place to set up camp. Martha will toss in the silver. I wish my husband was in the dipshit. He was here right now. Uh, go ahead and give me a survival or investigation for that campsite. Me too, survival. Not too far from the well is a small bit of, of trees making a small canopy, which would make it easier for tents to keep dry. Uh, the ground looks relatively nice, no stones, uh, luscious grass. Esther will call back to the group. I think I found a, a good place where we could stay out of the rain and out of sight. Uh, Zara's going to take uh, some of the uh, bedrolls and uh, rolled up tents from the wagon. And he's going to walk up. Yeah, it uh, seems like this is our plot. If only that well were fish filled with fresh water, we'd be set. But I think we brought enough in our water skins. I'm I'm out, but I can I can make more if needed. So this is where we're staying for the night. Mm-hmm. Alistair well, still staring at your hand and try to wait for the gold to show up. It's just because you make a wish on the uh, the fountain, I mean, well, doesn't mean it'll come true. Then why make a wish at all? Well, I'm afraid you did it wrong. You're not supposed to tell anybody your wish. Bad news. I'm afraid yeah. I don't understand either. Where I come from, the only superstitions we have with coins are giving them to the dead. It's there, are many, there are many superstitions with coins, and learned all about them at Tansom. Nerd. Sorry, she doesn't say that. <laughs> um, is there like a is there like a a barrel or anything that we brought with in Martha's wagon? I'd say no. All right. Ah, uh, uh, one second here. Wait, wait, wait. What does she have? Cooking supplies. She has a hundred pounds worth of cooking supplies. I'm pretty sure she'd have a barrel. You could have pots. I do have pots. Have, yeah. Well, I guess we'll all get our stuff set up. Castle will just have his bedroll on the ground. Uh, uh, do I need to do anything to set up camp or... It's up to you. 
Do you have a tent or anything that would need set up? Yeah, we we have. Um, I I got all of our tents collectively. Okay. I was just asking if if I need to. Well, maybe. Well, let's make it a little bit easier of a question. Can I try to set up the tents in an inconspicuous manner that isn't visible from the road? You could. You could use a stealth roll for that. Okay. Ah. That is a seven. Uh, you think it looks stealthy. Uh, well, it's going to have to do. It can't really see it. But I, I I can't judge for the acoustics. I hope none of you snore. Is there a space on top of the uh, wagon that where I can lay my bedroll out? Martha? Uh, it's, it's got a pointed roof, unfortunately. That way uh, the water kind of falls off. Darn. Well, if you'd like, you can sleep in the wagon. I can sleep on the floor, you know. No, no, no. I will. I will sleep near the uh, the wagon. If, if you're sure, dear. I'm sure. Thank you, though. You're very welcome. You could always find some way to stick yourself to the roof. I feel that wouldn't be very restful sleep unless I was a bat or something of the like. Well, I'll start the fire. And. I will um, gather up some wood from the trees around us and uh, get us going a nice little campfire in the middle of all of our tents. All right. Uh, Jason would help getting it started. Uh, he could cast Firebolt or press digitation if you would have let him. Thank you, Jason. Of course. Thank you much. Eventually, you guys will have a full-made tent, full-made campsite. Everything ready. I'm gonna go sit in the tent and try and figure out how it works. I don't think I've ever been in like a tent tent before. So, what's the light like right now? It's not quite dark, but it's not quite bright. It's one of those nights where the two moons that hang overhead are relatively bright. It creates this ambiance a bit. Um, Kind of the sun reflecting off the moons, making it a brighter night, but not so bright that you can't see the stars. Alright, um, um, if you mind, I'd like to take the, uh, first watch, while we still have some of this ambient light. I, I could join you if you'd like. That would be fine, I think we have enough people to... Well, not counting soot. Take two per watch? Callisto uh, and I can take second watch. I'll take final watch, as usual, while I'm making us breakfast. Okay. I will let you guys pick uh, one person to roll a 1d100, please. Is that per watch, or is it just for the whole night? The whole night. I'll do it. A d100... Nineteen. Fun. Gonna need more rolls. Give me one second. Right. I don't like fun, Corey. <laughs> I love You're fun. so cringy when it comes to this. Can I get a 1d34, please? Okay. 
That's a slash R, right? Yes, sir. 31. Oh. Can I get a 1D39? Seven. It's I, like you're on the edge of it. But you just can't get it. I, I'm a, I, I, I gotta get closer. I've got to hear this. And he's gonna keep walking. Moving on into the forest. You'll see outline of a female of some kind. Long hair. Um, not quite in a dress. Seems to be of some sort of adventuring gear, like a large tunic, tights, uh, maybe a bit of a shoulder piece of some kind. In her hand, she holds a blade, a long sword of some kind. The one thing that you can see the most of is that this blade is very elegant. It almost shines the same brightness as the crystal. But once you reach just enough to see it, in a blink, it'll be gone. That's not normal. Uh, we should get back to the camp immediately. Wait, hold on, hold on. Is the humming... No. Can I investigate the area where she was sitting? See anything left by, behind by her, or... You can. 20. You can find the place. And even with a twenty, this song eludes you. The piece of the puzzle... You see Finn, like, walk back and forth, muttering to himself, and it's like, I gotta, f I, that song, it has something to Finn, Finn, calm down. In the place of where she was is a singular ring. Now, this ring looks particular sign. You know it's not meant for you. I'll pick up the ring. Would you? Anything on the inside of the band or anything? Well, it's mostly black. But there seems to be some sort of... I don't, I don't know. It, it, it feels like glass, but it feels like there's... Uh, it's hard to explain. It looks like there's a mountain peak. Many different jagged every, edges. And there seems to be a small smoke that waves through the actual mountain itself. And you can see an aura of color. Weird green and blue, almost like the northern light through the ring itself as if it's living uh what's that you have there uh and sarah will um go over and inspect the ring with it up to him. this this was left by that did you you, you saw her right the woman Yes, I I definitely saw her, and then she was gone. We're still here, um, but that is awfully pretty. Um, uh, can I look at the ring closer um, to see if I can um, perceive what? could have made it, whether it needed to be magical or a skilled person or anything about its origin. You could. Um, you can roll an investigation, if you like. Okay. Uh, could my Google's proficiency apply? Sure. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to roll a nature because it has the same bonus. Is that okay? I just sure. don't have anything plugged in. Okay. Well. That's a five. Yep, that's a five. <laughs> it definitely doesn't look like it was made by some kind of newbie. That's for sure. But you can't tell what level of skill it would take to make this. This is some advanced stuff. If I were a ghost, I'd come back for it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that was a ghost. I. I don't know what that was. The only thing I know is this ring doesn't. Uh, it's not for me. But I'm going to hold on to it, and maybe I'll find the one. But I. I. I wish I, I that song, that song she was humming. I, it's there's importance to it. I know there is. But you're right. We we need to get back to camp. Yeah, let's get back to camp. Maybe you can pluck on your lyre, and I can try to sing it out, and you can say whether I'm closer or what's that game they play? Warm and hot, hot, hot and cold. That's it. That's the one. We can do a little bit of singing quietly by the fireside. Yeah, it it it, it might do some good. He's gonna grab the ring and put it into one of his pockets and pull out his notebook and try to start like remembering how the song was sung and try to write down the, the notes to it. See here's the situation. The more you play it, the more meddled in your mind it gets. And you get farther from the tune itself. Can Zare try a performance check based on his earliest scrivenings? Scrivenings? Try. It okay. would be with a disadvantage. Okay. 17. Even with a 17. It seems to get close, but it's not on the money. It's an interesting melody, whatever it was. It's, it's key. I, I know it is, but the more I keep thinking of it, the more it seems to get worse. And may, oh. well, Maybe we stop for tonight. I, I, I'm too wound up. Let's 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 wake up the next watch, and maybe it'll come to you in a dream. Yeah, it could, but yes, I'm I'm tired. Zara's gonna retire. We'll wake up next watch, and Finn will have a very unrestful night. So next watch is Caster and Callisto. Yep. Yes, sir. What's the weather like outside? Still rainy. All right, so Caster would have set up the the canvas thing just in case the um, the trees weren't doing a good enough job. Um, They're definitely not perfect. And so he'll join Callisto underneath of it as normal. He'll he'll light up a stick of incense and put it between the two of them. 
She's going about her normal ritual. Caster will do his, and then he'll he'll wait patiently for her to finish. Her ritual always seems to take a little bit longer than his. Um, yep. He's going to be hesitant for a second. He's going to turn to her. Um, Callisto? Yeah? The other day, um, I noticed both in the bar when we got our quest and we were walking along the road, you got very upset. And I've never seen you upset. To be honest, that's surprising. I thought I would look a little bit more upset in my sleep, but... Say so lovey. Is everything okay? I can't answer that honestly and say yes. But... It's complicated. I... I don't want to talk about it. Esther will nod. Sometimes it does help to talk about these things, but I understand not wanting to talk about them as well. It's it's not that I don't trust you. I do. I mean, we've traveled together for long enough. I would have left if I didn't trust you. It's that I don't want to put you in danger. Well, the thing is, out of all these people here, I trust you the most. And where you go, I go. So if you're in danger, I'm in danger. Um, Very sweet. And then he's just going to think for a second. He's just going to lean over and he's going to give her a big hug. She she takes it and it kind of just sits and doesn't really know how to respond. Which is weird because normally she immediately reciprocates the hug. And then slowly raises her arms and gives you a hug back and just kind of puts her head in your shoulder. Well, if something happens and there's some reason that we'd be in danger, I'm sure the rest will protect us, but I'll protect you. I I appreciate it. I don't know if you can protect me. I'm a lot more capable than you would think from what you've seen, but... No, no I know that. It, it's... I don't think you can protect me from my own demons. That is something that you have to worry about. It can't be protected from mine either. But together we can try to figure it out. And in time, maybe they won't be something that should be so feared. Maybe. I can't tell you everything because as much as I want to, and I know that you're worried about protecting me, if I tell you things and the person or people that are after me, I don't know who or what they are, to be completely honest. The people or person who is following me captures you, and you know my story. They could use that against me, and they could probably kill you. And I don't want that. I don't want that for any of us, but least of all you. 
I understand, and I appreciate that. Um, if I'm being honest, you're the first friend I've had since I was seven. Uh, I wish I could say the same, but I've had the pleasure of having many friends. Well, one friend in particular, but I, again, would rather not talk about that. That's perfectly fine by me. Um, I hope that the watch for the last group was less eventful than ours last night. Me too. Uh, have you seen Jason around? Uh, I'll do a quick cursory check. Is Jason around? <laughs> yeah, Jason's sleeping in uh, one of the trees close by. Uh, I would say Wesley is not there. Is he in a tent? No. Did he there just is a tent for him, but he's not there current. Um, so I know which tent was his, right? Yes. Castor's going to get up and he's going to look. Since it's been raining, there should be footprints left. Yes. Um, right. One kind of leads off closer to the well. Lista's mm. actually going to stay where she is. Castor will go towards the well. You'll hear the sound of clanging metal. Um, and what seems to be the chopping of bark, maybe crunching of something. Uh, can I see anything? If you get a little bit closer and you, you head over towards the opening, towards the well, you will see Wesley in some sort of training. He is taking a very long sword, rusted all the way to the hilt. It's not the greatest of weapons at all, but when it's in a sheath, you don't really quite notice the bad condition that it's in. It's a hand-me-down for sure. This blade will not see battle. And in fact, as you're watching, you see it break. It'll snap completely in half. Oh, um... Castor will walk up slow, and he will um, look to um, Wesley. Um, it appears that your sword is broken. Yeah. M may I? You can try. It was my father's about 15 years ago. So Castor will take one of his strips of metal that he has... And hold it to the sword where it broke and cast mending. It'll fix it, but the rust is far more than any mending spell could take care of. Though the sword is now complete and whole, this sword has long since seen its days in battle. Probably should be retired. Um... I wouldn't use that sword anymore if you don't want it to break. Um, Castro will reach down onto his hip and take off his mace. You can have this if you'd like. I don't have much use for it. I can't use that. Um, I mean, I, I can, but... He's just going to look for the sword. I need to get used to it. 
what about this? And then Castro will take out something slightly, I guess, closer because it's bladed. He'll take out a sickle. He seems a bit more apprehensive to hand this one over, but he, he holds out the sickle. I appreciate it. I wish I could explain why I feel this way. But my father trained me in a lot of things. He used to be a weapons master. I've trained with bows, staffs, daggers, knives, short swords. But he died before he could teach me the longsword. So, I have to learn. Even if it's rusted. I can... At least now, I could only fix that about five more times. That's as much metal as I have left. Um, but maybe when we get to Fortosum, we could get you a better sword to practice with? Maybe. See if we could find someone who could fix that one? He's going to look hopeful, but at the same time, he, he kind of already also knows that... Uh... This blade should have been retired a long time ago. There might be magics more powerful than mine that could fix it. I don't know, but it's, it's a possibility. It's always worth trying. Just... But for now, if it breaks, I can put it back together. Well... Um... Really, it's, it's, it's really not as big of a deal as, I mean, it's sentimental, but it's just steel. I mean, this is sentimental to me, too, and I'll hold the sickle. Um, but I understand it, it, it does mean something. You don't have to say it doesn't. It makes you no less to, to have um, a connection to something. Something you don't see her, do you? In your no, visions? I don't. I, I might feel what you're saying you see. When I have mine, I get very strong feelings. I don't... And usually it's one, one feeling, but last time it was two. And that's strange for me. So... And I can't explain this. She hasn't presented herself to you yet, has she? Wait a minute, time out. When I had my vision last, I saw the sword and it turned into a person, right? Yes. But I not didn't... really any detail. Um, so, Castro will explain his vision. Hmm. Was it something like that? Maybe, Maybe you just saw her better than I did? The night my father died, about a week ago, I, I was in bed, and I heard this singing. It's a melody I never heard before, and it got me to get out and go outside. I walked all the way into the middle of the fields. I had no shoes. I had no shirt. 
And at the time, it was still kind of cold. But there she was. Sitting. Singing. My father had hid this blade a long time ago. He said it was the main reason my mother wasn't alive anymore. She gave it to me. And she told me to find her. And then she kissed me. I've been on the road ever since. I left because of the visions. I had been in Tansom for 13 years. My parents sent me there when I was young. Um, Not gonna lie. I'm glad she didn't kiss you too. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, know what to do with a kiss. That would... It would be strange to me. And I'm glad too then, because it seems like it's something very important to you. Maybe. I don't know what it meant. And she never spoke a word to me. Not really. It's more like I felt it all. I got a flash of the landing area, and then... She was gone. So it seems our visions... They have similarities, but differences. Years will have greater details in some areas and mine will have greater in the other perhaps we can use them together in order to figure out what's happening perhaps but mine hasn't happened in a week mine happens nearly every night I'm not sure how much helpful I'll be then well maybe the visions will change now I didn't have one last night after the lightning struck and showed me showed me basically that my visions were correct. I haven't had one. Um, but perhaps I'll have one tonight. Who knows? Well, if you're planning on having one tonight, we should probably get back to camp so that we can get some sleep. I don't ever plan on having them. They often frighten me. But you are right. We should go back and get some sleep. Don't tell anyone about her place N not that it's a bad thing it's just I don't want to see like, I don't want to seem like some sort of lovesick puppy following after a girl even though I might be I don't think you'd have to worry about that but I shan't say anything um, I I would like to help you find out what you what we can together if you have more visions, if not, maybe mine can fill in some gaps. But I think you are right. I think it is time for us to retire and wake up the next shift. Who's next shift? Uh, Martha and Jason, I believe. It's The moon is getting lower in the sky. So you guys will head back. Martha and Jason will wake up. Would you like to communicate at all during your, sh during your shift? Caster will just say that nothing happened on his shift. Um, that um, everything seems to be pretty calm. Um, and then he will go back 
uh, under the tarp next to Glisto. And uh, if she's not already asleep... She's already asleep. He will... Um, he will do his final ritual where he'll light, he'll light another stick of incense. Or he'll, he won't even light another one. He'll just light the one that he had there that he extinguished. And read a few pages from his book. Pray a little bit. Um, holding on to his holy symbol. And then fall asleep next to Glisto. Time to make some pancakes! 14. Above average pancakes. Maybe a little bit of uh, freshly found cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Enough, enough maple and trees close by to make a little bit of syrup. Hooray. Jason will seem quiet. He'll kind of sit off away from the party. And it's it's not the kind of quiet where it's scheming. It's like that sad kid on the playground. Doesn't really feel like he's part of anything. No. Martha's gonna sort of like, Jason, dear, could you help me? Yes. Uh, what do you need? Here, why don't you stir this pancake batter for me? My arms are tired. Sure, I can do that. Wonderful. How are you feeling, Sweet Pea? Have a good sleep? Yes. I guess. You guess. Well... I don't think people here really like me too much. I might want to... head north on my own. No, no. You said you're looking for my husband, right? Yeah. Don't you worry, they're just... I mean, I see the way Zell looks at me. No, oh, sweetheart. I, I don't think anyone here dislikes you, it's just... They don't trust me. Uh, uh, yeah. And to be fair, who would trust a raggedy old child? Barely understands table manners. <laughs> speaks to bears and doesn't have any friends. Uh, sweetheart, I know you. it's hard to believe this, but I used to be exactly the same way. I didn't know what a cow was. I ran right up to one and it kicked me in the face. Um, Just give them time and prove to them that you can be trusted. Uh... You're not used to seeing this many people, are you, dear? I grew up in the forest. Mm. Away from the town. Away from the town? I lived with the bears. Oh, goodness. Even I didn't uh, do that. <laughs> I was told every time I went to the edge of town that it wasn't safe. Mm. Some people aren't to be trusted. Well, it's been a long, long time since I was last there, but I do remember the matriarch, when I left, was not steering the village in a way I was happy with. Oftentimes I wonder what it would have been like if I had stayed there and tried and gently veered them in a better way myself. But uh, I didn't, and I'm here now, and no sense fussing over that. 
You asked about what had happened to the town and all that. Mm-hmm. They're being punished. The bees have flown away. The bees? Not the bees! No honey has been made in the last year. Oh dear. At least they have enough stockpiled, right? Maybe. Hmm. I wouldn't know. The last time I tried to come into town, I was hit with a stone. Oh, they aren't very welcoming to strangers, unfortunately. Uh, I can only imagine even more so after I left. Um, you said punished. Do you have any idea why? Heresy. Heresy. I wish I could say I was slightly surprised, but... Hmm. That's unfortunate. She is not the goddess you would want to anger, let me tell you. It, it doesn't end happily for anyone. You once made the mention that... She stopped listening. To you. Mm-hmm. She hasn't. She looks a bit puzzled by this. I... He'll turn back to the ball and continue mixing as if... He doesn't want to continue that conversation, that, that part of the conversation. I wouldn't know. Um, she's merciful and forgiving, but I have done things in the past that have probably caused her quite a bit of ire. <laughs> I was quite the rowdy little rebel when I was younger. Thankfully settled down since then, but I made a lot of decisions in my youth that, going back, maybe I would have tweaked just a little to be less chaotic. <laughs> I was once told that the road to who we are can help define us, but it doesn't, it doesn't make the final definition. Your winding path and the path that you lead and your destination that you choose is who you are. Wise words. She ruffles his hair. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> uh, roll me a straight up intelligence check. Intelligence. I am not smart. Fifteen. The feeling of the coarseness of his hair feels almost just like Matthew's. Hmm. Huh. You've got quite the uh, straw pile up there, don't you? <sighs> From living in the forest. Most people oh, put that bet. stuff in their hair, I guess. The washy stuff. <laughs> I don't have yes. that. Sweetheart, uh, if, if you don't mind me prying, uh, if you've mentioned your parents, I can't seem to recall. But then again, I don't recall a lot of things. Uh, my memory isn't what it used to be. I don't have parents. I'm an orphan. Well, urchin. 
I told my parents were out there somewhere. Maybe. Or dead. Or something. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. And she's just gonna just sort of take his cheeks, like, in her hand and sort of look him over. <laughs> okay. And would that be... What would that be? Investigation? <laughs> I don't I don't know what... To, I mean, looking him over? Uh, it would depend what you're looking him over for. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, word slipped my mind. Um, certain aspects of him that might look like either her or Matthew. What's that called? Features. Maybe. Yeah. Resemblance. Thank you. Yes. I had a brain fart. All right. Uh, I guess that would be an investigation. Pretty simple investigation. Uh, let me see here. 16. In... You yeah, maybe. His eyes are a different color, though. His nose doesn't look like yours or Matthew's. His chin looks like Matthew's. And... Well, his hair is resembling of yours, but a thicker, darker kind of tinge to it. Body-wise, he doesn't match either you or your husband. And he's a half-elf. Half of what? You don't know. How old did you say you were, dear? And she lets go of him. <laughs> uh... 21? 21. She's going to think back. Where were they 21 years ago? Um... Hold on one second. I gotta roll some. Okay. Uh... I don't know. I mean, you would be the forefront on that knowledge. Let's see. 21 years ago. They went to Pulpa... Just a few decades ago, probably right before, right before they were settling down, when they were probably looking for a place to call home. So probably, at the very least, this eastern area. And you, and you can see like the cogs turning in her mind. She doesn't look upset, but she's clearly thinking about things. Well. I, I hope you find your parents at some point, or find someone that will be plenty of a parent to you. Well, my last clue is Matthew. He was apparently the last one to see them. Last to see them? Yes. Okay. She's got that big thinking face on. She doesn't look unhappy, but not towards him. She's like, I see. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, I think you've stirred that batter plenty. Uh, you can go back to rest if you'd like, or you can help me. Ooh, you want to make fun shapes? Ooh, have you ever made fun animal shapes with pancakes before, dear? I've never made pancakes before. <gasps> okay, okay, come here. And she'll... Help him make adorable little bear pancakes. Okay. And drive the, the conversation from there. 
the weirdest part. And go ahead and give me your perception. See if you even see it. Perception. Nope. Four. So you're going to miss it. Damn it. It's okay. The next morning, everyone will wake up to the smell of pear... Pears. To pancakes. Um, some fresh cinnamon smell of uh, maple syrup just kind of wafting through the forest um, I was going to ask is there like a river or a small lake or pond anywhere nearby there's the well besides the well something some flowing water or anything no. okay um Castor's a bit thirsty. Uh, can I pull uh, Zer aside for <clears throat> a second? I, I mean, you can, yes. <laughs> uh, if if you can, uh, could you not mention what we saw last night? Uh, and why would that be? I don't... There's something strange going on, and I don't... I don't know. Well, we should at least mention the ring and show them. We don't want to be caught hoarding something potentially valuable or magical. Uh, which, speaking of the ring, he has put, has put it on a on his chain that also has a compass on it, and he's wearing it around his neck. But then, how, well, how do we explain the ring if we just, oh, we this ring was just here when I found it. Well, since you appear to be acting as Guild's treasurer, I'll leave that up to you to explain. I, I'm, I'm not a, a treasure hunter. I'm... All I care about is the song. We'll we'll work on it. I'm I I can't help but be curious as well. Um, but if you don't mind, I I really would like to get my hands on some of those pancakes before the rest of the group gobbles them up. Yes. Uh, I I I need pancakes. Pancakes make everything better. So, uh, Zer's going to go over to Jason, who is mm -hmm. helping Martha prepare the pancakes. And Zer would have smelled and gotten up early enough so that they are still making fresh ones in the, in the pans that they have um, out of the batter. And he's going to wait by Jason for a fresh one. And uh, he's going to try to strike up some conversation a bit more friendly. And, uh, oh, so uh, did, uh, did Martha teach you how to make those cute animal, animal shapes? Didn't not... he do a wonderful job? They're so cute. We'll just smile and nod. 
There seems he's, to be a bit of intimidation. He's turning into quite the little chef, and she pinches his cheek. <laughs> um, could I do an insight check, um, and I'll be specific to help you out. Um, I'm looking for the source of that imitation, intimidation, not just personally, but... Um, whether that intimidation stain, uh, stems from um, uh, actual fear, physical threat, um, discomfort, um, not trusting, so emotions. Okay. A 15. It's a mixture of both. So a little bit of everything. He's completely If you had to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. If you really had to narrow it down, he's intimidated by the fact he probably can't tell you the truth. He feels as there's probably no way that he could explain it the best. And he's resigned himself to realizing you might never be a person that he might gel with, so to speak. And so he's not trying. Okay. In sensing his discontent, I'll just um, put an arm around him as I take my pancake, and I'll say, you know, Jason, sometimes a person's unhappiness can make them forget that they're a part of something bigger, like a people or a family. Just don't choose to hang by a thread where you can take someone's hand. And then I'll take my pancake with a little bit of syrup. There's a mixture of slight understanding and confusion. (laughs) So, after breakfast, filled stomach, it is the day of the 11th of Botorum. What would everybody like to do? Starting off. He'll lead you all over to the well, and you'll see that there's his wax coat sealed tarp, and he's tied it around the well to make it look like a dip, and he, he apparently it's filled with water now, clean water. And dips his water skin in, fills it up. Well done, Castor. I can make water. Cool. Impressive. Well, I, I figured. I can too, it just comes out a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I love it. So everyone fill up. Um, I think a water skin is either a gallon or two gallons, because it's enough for like a day or two days travel. I don't know what the standard is. So... There'll either be, with everybody, there'll either be half left or none left. Oh, we're filling up water skins. Uh, anything exciting happen on anybody's watch? Nope. No. Um, how about yours? No, nah, nothing. Uh, those who are saying there is nothing that has happened in their watch, you must make a deception roll. And can we also make insight rolls? Sure. 
So for me saying nothing happened on my watch. I mean, technically for me, other than a nervous conversation, nothing actually happened. Deception of a five for me. Insight of a 21 for me. Deception of 14 for Ben. Let's see what we got here. Oh, two, really? Two natural ones in a row? Are you shitting me? Jason knows nothing. Apparently. Why did it roll for... Oh, Wesley got a 12. Okay. Uh, so, four pints of liquid. I don't know what that... Uh, four pints is a quart? I don't know. I flunked math. How much is four pints in gallons? A water skin can hold half a gallon. So it is 0 0.5 of the U.S. liquid gallons. Yep. So it's not, I don't even think that's a full gallon. No, it's not. It's a half gallon. So they're with, well, there's seven of us now because we have two NPCs. Yeah. Uh, so let's it's just up. round it up and say four gallons. So there's six gallons of water left. That would make eight with soot. Because Soot's still sleeping and sick. Well, no, I was counting... Wait, is there five or six people in our group? So six. if there's six people and two NPCs, that makes eight people in total. So four gallons of water, so six gallons left. Uh, I guess Castro will, you know, instead of drinking from his water skin, he'll just drink from the, the tarp for now. Everyone chug! <laughs> Get hydrated. So I'm guessing everybody pretty much saw through everybody's deception. Yes. Martha knows nothing. I didn't either. So, um... Finn, what happened on, on your watch? No, I mean... I could ask the same thing. Well, I'll tell you what happened on mine. There was just uh, a little bit of sword practice. That was it. Uh, a little bit of a song practice on ours. Song practice, you say? Uh, that should have woken Callisto and I up. We did sleep outside. Well, we went, we went, we went away from the camp. You, I mean, you think we'd be rude enough to play while everybody was sleeping? You wouldn't be watching us then. So, so did something, something go on during your watch? Well. Yes, Finn thought he heard something to the north, so we did go away from the camp for a bit. When we got there, honestly, I can't say what we saw. We saw something, but it disappeared just as quickly. And then we came back and we tried to play what Finn heard. Can you, can you describe it? That's the strange thing. The more that we tried to recall it, the further it came from our minds. Caster's giving a side glance towards uh, Wesley. Because it like feels kind of like the story he told. I did not intend to do that, but that was cool. <laughs> the parallelism. <laughs> I will say, probably uh, Castor noticed with the insight that I am wearing the ring, because I have it wrapped around my neck with the, the compass. 
Well, that's an interesting ring you have. I don't remember you having that before. Well, we f- uh, I found it when we when we saw the thing. I mean, I, I don't. Do you mind if I take a look at it? Go ahead. He might be able to do that magic detection thingy that he does. Yeah, yeah. let's let's just sit here for a few minutes, and I'll ritual cast it because don't want to blow a spell slot. While you do that, I am going to start packing up the tents and uh, extinguish the campfire. If our pancake mixes out, and he looks at Martha. Mm-hmm. And she's like eating a pancake. Then he'll dramatically hang his head and then just start stamping out the fire before he then uh, starts packing up the wagon. Jason will hand you one more plate of two more pancakes with fresh syrup. Um, Make sure you share, Jason. Casper has not eaten. Jason will also have a, a plate for you as well. Uh, Caster will look at it, but he will continue his ritual, and then once it's done, he will start eating and then look at the ring. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll set the he'll take his necklace off with the compass and ring on it, put it down, and he'll say, "Yeah, it's probably a bad idea to ask Zara to life. He doesn't seem like the type." So we shouldn't be lying to each other. We're a group of friends. What's this I hear about lying? And she's still got the wooden spoon. Who's lying? I did, I wasn't trying to lie. I I wanted to figure out it before I said anything because it was a it's strange and the song itself was captivating. And it, Martha very gently baps him with the top of the wooden spoon just Well, bam. Well, I'm looking over this ring. Why don't you tell everyone else what you saw? And Caster will focus on this ring and see if it has any magic to it, and if so, what school it emanates. You don't see anything. It's rejecting your spell. There seems to be some sort of protection on this from low-level magic. So can I... Does that mean I don't think it's magic, or can I tell that something's blocking me? Oh, it's magic. You can't tell what kind. Aster is going to go a little bit, um, a little bit pale at this. Are you okay, dear? Tell us what you saw, Finn, because this ring here is magic that is more powerful than anything I've ever looked at before. It won't, it won't allow me to look into it. That is the other thing. When I picked up the ring, I felt like it wasn't for me. That maybe I'm just holding it for whoever it belongs to. Well, maybe pass it around the group. Maybe it belongs to someone here. Obviously not me. Take my take it off the compass chain and say, go ahead, uh, hold it up. Anybody else want to try and hold it? This is one of the very rare occasions that Zara is going to ask to make an arcana check. And that's because back home, the main source of magic was in the temple, which dealt with divinations and gods. 
So he wants to know if this has something to do with godly magic pre preventing divinations. Um, other I mean, I schools of magic, he probably wouldn't know. I suppose I could roll a religion check, too, for that. Sure. Uh, should I do a religion? Five. Arcana. I guess I'll do an Arcana since you did a religion. So a five and a fifteen for Arcana. Religion won't give you anything? With the fifteen Arcana, you'll find that it's it's not it's it's weird. It's pure energy that is blocking this. That's the reason why it can't be defined. A lot of casters, and I think I've explained this before, can take in magic. They expel the kind they don't use, necromancy, other things like that. This is a mixture of all of it. So there's no definition. Because there is no definition. It is pure magic. Can I touch the ring to my arrowhead that I have around my neck? Sure. They seem to react in a way as if they're related in some kind. With a small glow between the two of them. Oh, okay. You, you definitely feel as though this is not your, your brain. That uh, thought felt weird, and this is definitely not mine either. Please, please take it back. <laughs> they'll, they'll take it back. Anybody else? I'll give it a try. Alright. Well, you guys are doing that. I'd say uh, Jason's kind of sitting around watching. Sorry, Callista. And I'd say um, Wesley's probably off chopping wood. Alright. Astro will call Wesley back. He'll want to finish the job. But he'll be there. Alright. Callista. I'll, I'll take the ring and, I mean, I'll try and put it on probably. It's a little bit larger. Yeah, left-hand pointer finger. Won't fit. And there's definitely a feeling that it's not yours. Okay, I will hand it back saying, Okay, yep, this is not mine. Please take it back. There you go. Thank you. Martha? Hmm? Would you like to try the ring? Uh, I mean, I already have my favorite ring already, but uh, she'll look at the ring. It's very pretty. It does not feel like it's yours. Ah, it's a prey ring, but doesn't fit my style, I'm afraid. Hands it back. Jason? Jason will take it. This isn't mine. Okay. Oh, one last person, then. Wesley? I don't wear rings. Wesley, maybe you should take it for a second. Why? Why not? I'll just give him a look. Like, I've never worn a ring in my life. Why would it be mine? I mean... Just it... humor us, dear. Uh, sure. Um, he'll take it. Let's see what we can do here. Uh, 
of mine. I can hold on to it if you want. Astro will give a little smile and, uh, maybe you should. I mean, if he doesn't want to hold on to it, I can definitely hold on to it. It would probably be safer in a pocket or a pouch rather than a necklace where it can be snapped. Yeah, I'd let him keep it. You have the dagger, Dust. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Diversify our things, that way if we do get ambushed or attacked, they don't get everything. Uh, what does... Uh, I take it Jason was maybe... I don't know. I got the feeling Jason was watching this closely. What what does Jason look like when we're trying to give <sighs> Sorry, Wesley the ring. Does he seem troubled or anything? Not really. It's one of those things where it's interesting, but it doesn't seem to concern him to the point where it's Okay. I was just asking, yeah, it, so nothing personal, awesome. I was just asking because he seems to be the arcane dude. So. He definitely doesn't seem to be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. um, that's for sure. Um, even though there is the, the mixture. And you know what? He is the arcane dude, so let's do a quick arcana. That's a natural 20. There might be something, not much, but there might be a little bit more information that you might be able to pick from you can concern, maybe. However, as we get ready for the next adventure, the next early morning, I think this is the perfect place to end it for the night. Hi guys, my name is Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm just here to say thank you for listening and thank you for coming back to the next episode. We had a lot of fun making this episode and we hope you guys enjoyed it too. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We usually pre-record some of these episodes so there's some pretty interesting stuff coming up with background information and really getting to know the characters. Um, we're getting kind of close to mid-chapter. Um, this thing's going to have probably about four to five chapters, and we kind of see this as nearing the, the center of our chapter here. Um, I want to say thank you for listening. I want to shout out uh, Cobalt Press for making Tomes of Beasts, which we'll be using here in the near future um, after this chapter to introduce more combat. Um, I want to thank um, the people who made uh, the Creature Codex. That Those books are just absolutely fantastic, and you haven't read them, you probably should, because they've got some really, really cool stuff. 
I also want to thank Sirenscape. You guys make it amazing to be able to put all the spell sounds and make it sound like it's daytime or in the forest or even at night hearing the crickets. It really kind of puts us into the world and into the game, which allows us to be able to roleplay at our best. And we, as you can tell, we love roleplay here. So it's been a real amazing gift uh, from you guys to let us use this. So thank you. Um, if you haven't checked us out already, check us out on Podbean uh, and subscribe on Google Play, whatever whatever it is you listen to. Um, the Patreon's getting ready to get revamped and brought back up. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out our, our Patreon. If you want to send us an email, go to opportunityroll.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's opportunityroll.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us if you like it. Tell us if there's an inconsistency you don't like. I mean, whatever you want to say, we want to be open to hearing it and, and just basically communicating with you guys. We hit 14K downloads, and we are just ecstatic. We have 87 followers, so for each and every one of you out there listening, thank you. Thank you so much. And we will be back to give you another episode soon. So remember, keep your opportunities open.